Let's go. Six, the Jaguars are two and six. Welcome to the Bull Take Pod. I'm here with my boys, Solly and Cap. And it's your boy Dilla. And we're two and six. We're on the road to nine and seven or ten and seven. It's it's a champagne and cookies week. It was a victory Monday. It was everything you wanted it to be and more. Everyone was happy. And then it hit you. You looked at the box score and Trevor Lawrence sucked. <laughs> All right, what? that's it. What? Huh? Dilla, Dilla is no longer allowed to do the intros. I was so proud. And that might have been the first intro he's ever done in the history of this podcast. All 734 episodes. Don't go <laughs> back and count them. Just trust me. There's been that many. But that's going to be the one and only time that the Dillical is allowed to do the intro. I was going to, my intro is going to be that the Bills haven't scored a touchdown in Duval County since the Obama administration. Damn. If we were real, we'd have it like down to the minute, but yeah. we're not real. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> since since T.O. had that 99-yard touchdown, I think that's the last time they scored a touchdown in Duval County. It was so – it was – and I know you guys weren't around post-game. Dude, it was I got a, a, I got a story about that. <laughs> I wish I would have walked across the street knowing you guys were going to stay. I felt like y'all were going to hop in the car and bounce. I was roasting people, man. That was so oh, much my fun. God, dude. We were roasting people so hard. It was <laughs> – there was a point where a whole group of them just kind of looked at it. Like, they looked at us. They looked down on the ground, just kind of kept walking. And then we just kept giving it to them. And finally, they kind of looked back up at us. And I just I just looked at them. I waved and I smiled. I said, of all the damn parking lots y'all could have parked in this whole place, <laughs> you chose this one. I bet you never do that again. Four years from now, three years from now, whenever the hell it is we play y'all again here, I bet you never park in this parking lot. I guarantee you, you will not park in this parking lot. Your memories will forever be of us doing that. Go home, Buffalo. I mean, we were hitting them with, it was, God, it was, it was bad. It was bad. Old Jane Nubs, friend of the program. Um, Hall of Famer. Yep, Bull Take Hall of Famer, uh, old Dusty Hedges. We were out I got, there. I got a, I got a lot of joy when the, when the game ended, and I turned around and those Bills fans who had been so obnoxious. Oh, we're still gonna win. You guys suck. Did you, did you know? Did you know you guys suck? <laughs> we're gonna win. We're gonna crush you guys. Just wait. We're a second half team. Game ended. I just turned around pointed at this one dude and I started laughing. I said, and that's when I said, get the fuck out of my stadium. And when I said that, that was pretty much, that was like a culmination of everything I really ever wanted because normally there's so many fans of the other team. It's me. It's me being sad, me being like talked down on because I'm at a stadium that I have season tickets at and I sit in the same seat every week. And these like losers who live on the west side come and tell me I'm a big dumb idiot, and they're so right most of the time. But 
you Buffalo Bills fans, you weren't, you didn't get to enjoy that moment. And I did. And for everyone who's talked bad about me before I took it out on you Bills fans and I would do it all over again in a second. Guess what Bills fans, this just in, you're still the Buffalo Bills. Bro, forever. That team stinks. They're not going to win shit. We were You're still destroying them on the in Buffalo the Bills. I'm sorry <laughs> that I have to be the one to break this to you, <laughs> but you are still the Buffalo Bills. You let a Dewey Wingard led Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> defense lamp you <laughs> six points, right? Taven Bryan. Don't call me Tavin. Two sacks against your sorry ass football team. Okay. Don't ever come back to my city from wherever you're from, whether it's Middleburg or Altamont Springs, Deltona. Me, right. I don't care where Lakeland, D land, Florida, Orange City, right? Uh, Waldo, Haines City, Tarpon Springs, Stark. I don't, I don't care where you're from. Do not walk back in that stadium with your head held so high with so much confidence ever again. Ever, ever. again. Until, ever, you, ever until again. you even get to double digits scoring points in that stadium. We had given up over 20 points a game to every team we've played including like our sisters of the poor. <laughs> and I mean, literally, I mean, week one, we played our sisters of the poor and they put 37 up. on. Us. <laughs> they destroyed us. <laughs> like Tyrod Taylor put up 75 points against us. <laughs> and Tua Tagovailoa looked like freaking Joe Montana <laughs> against us. You absolute bums <laughs> couldn't come in here and solve we didn't get Taven a turnover Bryan. until like week six. Yeah, we got eight of them. <laughs> you couldn't figure out how to get Damian Wilson in coverage. You bums. Brian, Dave, I don't want to hear about it. You're no longer Ever. on my list. No, no never. I was going to coach this uh, team. I am so glad you brought that up. <laughs> if I ever said his name before, which I have because he was the Alabama offense coordinator and I hated him then, but – if you ever bring his name up, I'm going to point to the Jaguar game where Taven Bryan got three sacks and Tyson Campbell only got beat on one play. And Josh Allen was better than the good Josh Allen and became the good Josh Allen again. You, I was, I was sitting pregame waiting for a drink. I only had a couple beers at the tailgate sort of beard out though from the night before and i said you know what i'm gonna need something a little more stiff to get through this game that was my thinking right going in so i get into the cocktail line <clears throat> while i'm in the cocktail line i'm surrounded by bills fans except for one jag fan behind me and like one in the line kind of next to me everybody else probably a grand total of a dozen 15 people all bills fans painting the picture for you here they start talking oh my god this is like buffalo south blah 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 they start saying this and that and 
yeah, I mean, I can't believe, look at all these Bills fans traveled here. And I'm like, well, ain't none of y'all from Buffalo. Like, so I chime in at this point, right? Like I insert myself into their little, little circle jerk. And I said, well, none of y'all are from Buffalo. We talking about traveling here. And the one guy's like, well, you know, I'm from, I'm from Carolina. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So you drove, he's like, yeah, we all drove down. The other guy's like, yeah, I'm from, I'm from Orlando. And I'm like, okay, yeah. So none of y'all are here from Buffalo. You're here. Cause this is the closest game that you could get to for your team. And you're fired up. I get it. You're supporting them. There's a bunch of you here. I said, but y'all bought up all the tickets, like a bunch of, you know, a bunch of marks. I don't blame people who sold their tickets to you. They're like, what are you talking? Oh man, that's a sorry fan base. Like blah, 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 this and that. And I'm like, dude, you know how many games we've lost? So these guys proceed to start to lecture me. (laughs) They turn around and they say, the one guy who's from Orlando, Orlando Bills guy says, oh man, that's weak. Like you got to support your team no matter what, like through and through. And I said, oh, were you flying up to Buffalo for a bunch of games when you guys were butthole for, you know, for about a decade? And he's like, well, no, but I mean, like, if I was living there, I'd still be going to the games. I said, okay. I said, well, um, and, the, and so then Carolina guy chimes in. He's like, yeah, I mean, like, where the hell is Jacksonville? Jacksonville don't even show up for their team. Where are they right now? And I'm like, look, gentlemen, you seem like very nice individuals. I said, you're talking to the wrong motherfucker, though. Like, I missed one game in 15 years. Like, I don't wh- – who, who are you preaching to right now? Like, you're preaching to the damn choir. Like, I'm here. I went to the first five games home and away this season, and these dudes are looking at me, and they're like, well, yeah, okay, so you're a good fan. I said, yeah. And furthermore, I've been to more home games inside this shithole watching this shit team than you guys have ever been to football games in your life. Yeah. So please don't sit here and tell me about being a fan, Mr. I drove here and spent $300 for my ticket to watch yeah. my team lose. Like it was <laughs> Not just, even score a touchdown. I mean. I dump out it, 300 a fucking week, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> A week, bro. Are you kidding me? I got four tickets over here. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that, I mean, I should have known. I should have walked in there a little bit more cocky at that point. Because we were already winning one to nothing. Like, I, I already took it to these guys. Like, we were up 1-0 on the scoreboard. Um, and funny enough, all we needed was six more points and we would have won the game. Like, it's true. Guaranteed dub. But, uh, yeah, no, it felt good to, to be that, to be afforded that opportunity. Like Dilla said, I mean, so many times I sat in that stadium and I, and and I've kind of gotten to a point now, I mean, let's, we have to keep it a hundred percent real. There were a ton of bills fans there. There were more bills fans there than the playoff game for sure. (laughs) Where they, where they, claim that they took over the world or the universe or whatever it was um, there were a ton you know whether they came from orlando or middleburg or jack's beach or anywhere in between um there were a ton of them no doubt like there's no way around that now what has changed in me and i don't know if it's necessarily a good thing or a bad thing or what it is but it's certainly changed i would have sat there three years ago five years ago ten years ago I would have sat there and just stewed the whole time as I looked over to my left and saw all those people in blue and red. Like I, I would have been angry at Jacksonville. I would have been angry at our fan base. I would have been angry at Shad Khan, you know, David Garrard, who I would have been angry at everyone. Like 
I, I just, I, I would have been angry and I, and I, and I wasn't, I kind of just sat there and maybe I'm just defeated to a degree. I don't know. Um, but it wasn't total anger. And then as we kind of hung around in the first part of the game, I was like, well, these people that I were, well, I was dreading having to be like next to all those sections that were full of the opposing fans. I'm like, they're awfully quiet now. Mm-hmm. They got quiet real quick. They did. And then they remained pretty quiet. And then I started saying to myself, could this be the time? Could this be the game where I'm surrounded by all these assholes who are so <laughs> cocky because they think it's an automatic dub? Is this the game that I get to pound my chest and peacock a little bit? <laughs> and for the duration of the game, <laughs> I was pretty much just waiting for the other shoe to drop <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and for them to actually come out and score some points and be like, okay, well, this is what we all expected. I mean, it was nice that we hung around for a while, but now I've got all these assholes chirping at me and now it's time to leave. Um <laughs> I didn't because think the stubborn me. Finish, I didn't think the defense was going to be able to finish a game like that this entire season. No, dude, they balled out. That was crazy, <laughs> and that was certainly the difference, right? Like, it was. Well, the quarterback surely didn't win it, so someone else had to come through and do something. Yeah, I mean, do you want to get into that, Dilla? Like, why well, we you're, can a little bit? Why you're so down on Trevor, and you think he's the worst of the rookie quarterbacks? Before we do that, we got to talk about how. Um, we didn't have to call Boz to take us to Wild Bills because it was actually a good game that we wanted to stick around and watch. It's true. But have no fear because there will be more home games and it's bound to happen that we're not going to have the 07 Jags defense come back and like shut people out. And then we're going to get on our get on our horn. 904-887-0763. We're going to call our man and have him bring, have him bring us to the only free sponsorship that this podcast is ever going to give out, which is Wild Bills. Boss. Continue. Boss. I'm going to take Boss to Bills. Boss <laughs> to Bills. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as I say that right now, shout out to, to our guy, Boss. Um OG sponsor of the pod. As I say that I'm going to take Boz to Bills, I just realized I made a massive mistake on Sunday. We beat the Bills, and I didn't go to, Bills. to Wild Bills. <laughs> Do you think that the Bills fans found Wild Bills? Like maybe they were oh, just searching their phones, Bills. Aside from my guy Dell. Pretty much every other Bills fan there was too much of a loser to even be able to <laughs> to be able to even grace the sticky floors of Wild Bills. No way. No I will way. say. I will say since the, all the Bills fans live in a radius from New Smyrna Beach up to Jacksonville, they could call A One Sliders if their sliding glass door needs some. Oh, look at this guy <laughs> stacking. <laughs> Uh, if they if they if their sliding glass door needs a, a little free estimate, a look see, they could go to a1sliders.com or they could call 386-538-6835. Um, I I do hear that they will work on Bill's fans' houses. Um, they probably don't, it, they probably don't prefer it, but they they will do it grudgingly. I think Bill's fans pay like 
a five percent extra or something like that but yeah, well you know the, the service uh, is the service is definitely worth it maybe it could be six percent like to equal the number of points that they scored here against the jacksonville jaguars <laughs> maybe i tell zero, you what. maybe it's zero percent for the number of touchdowns they've gotten in the past two games that they've i tell you what Call A1 Sliders and Doors. If you're a Bills fan and you're listening to this, and I will pay the first 6% of your bill, all right, just because I feel that bad that you haven't scored a touchdown in Jacksonville since Sally had hair. Like, I I feel that bad since, since my hair wasn't gray. Like, I feel that bad that I'm going to cover the first 6% of any Bills fan that calls A1 Sliders. That's they haven't it. scored a touchdown here since Diller didn't have a beard. Yeah. <laughs> Since Dillo is rocking the Bama comb over. Solid. Um, I do have to sneak in one more thing, though. Um, our our homies over at Perfect Rack have had some issues. Are, are, you're just stacking. You're just stacking. Well, this, is, this, is not an ad. this is not an ad. This okay. is just an announcement. This is not an ad. They've, they've had a, an unfortunate um, issue in their kitchen, and they're going to have to be shut down until at least mid-December. Um, so I wanted to get the word out on that to our, our, uh, our followers and fans, because a lot of people have been checking them out. Um, so we'll probably, we are not going to have ads for them for the next month or so. And then we'll probably kick back up once they're, once they're good to go. So yeah, it's, it's happening for them. I've seen a lot of people over the past couple of weeks, you know, like, Hey, y'all trying to link up and then they kind of drop the news. So yeah, yeah, it is what it is. We're sucks, ready to come but... back though. Once, yeah, once, they're, to, once they're back, we'll um, we'll hit them back up. Most yeah, I'll have to I'll have to make a trip out there. I got I still got to make my inaugural my inaugural trip to uh, catch a game out there. So one get your those, shit going. Perfect one those, rack. One of those last couple away games, maybe. Yeah, unless we're like five and six, like Dill is pre- pre- uh, predicting, <laughs> then maybe I might have to make a make a trip up somewhere. I don't know. Max playoffs. Big playoffs. Time. Talking about playoffs. All right, so we can get back in. We can get back into it here, Uh, Dillard. Let's talk about why you hate Trevor Lawrence so much. (laughs) I don't actually hate Trevor Lawrence at all, but when I see an opportunity to make some jokes, especially an opportunity to make jokes that get under people's skin, I'm going to take that opportunity every single time. Um, I do think his play has kind of been concerning. Um, I. Early on in the year, when he made his mistakes, we were all kind of upset with him. Like, dude, just check the, you know, check the ball down, take what they give you. You don't always got to risk it. And now it looks like they've almost coached the aggressiveness out of him. Um, so I'd like to see him bounce back this week against Indy, who doesn't have the greatest defense. They struggle getting pressure. Um, with you know, maybe look look to throw the ball downfield again. I know that. We're lacking in talent at the receiver position. I think Dan Arnold has been awesome. Shout out to Trent Balky for getting that done. That was like the biggest accident ever. Um, but we'll take it since <laughs> we'll take it since it's working out so good. Um, I mean, he, he looks like a fine and dandy top 10 pick from a couple years ago to me. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, we traded, yeah, like, no doubt. Um, but too, I just think with Trevor. I, like I was saying, we don't have the skill guys there, but I think he has to just go out and pretend they're better than they are. If they're not in the right spot, it, it's going to look like Seattle versus Buffalo where he might throw the off pick because, you know, the receiver broke the wrong way or whatever. But there were times against Buffalo where people were open deep and he didn't even look to throw it because, I mean, there were a couple of reasons we were playing with three of our offensive line out. You know, I mean, 
he got hurt in the second half. He, I think his stats before he got hurt were like 11 and 15. I don't think he was playing bad. Um, but I would like to see him bounce back. We, I, uh, in the third quarter against the Dolphins, he, he got in a groove, and I thought the flip switch for him where he was coming up to the line, checking stuff out, and honestly playing really well. And unfortunately, that's the same drive that he got strip sacked by um, his college teammate, whatever his name is, Christian. Got blindsided. Yeah. And I feel like almost since then, we just haven't seen very good quarterback play from him. Now, like I said, there are many reasons why we might not be getting good quarterback play, but you can't tell me at this point in the year, you thought Trevor Lawrence was going to have eight touchdown passes for whatever the reasons were, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I think there's like reason to be concerned, like moving forward, but also if we look at other things, his mechanics are way better. Anyone who like knows quarterbacks and football play is coming out and saying his mechanics are way better, which is good to see because as cap was probably the first person I saw point out the Clemson model is not really what you want for a quarterback to go through that's coming to the league. So whether it's Schottenheimer or Bevel, um, they've done a really good job with his mechanics, as everyone's saying. But we just need to see him play a great game. We need to see him put a whole game together. And until he does that, I'm going to be concerned because he is the cream of the crop, the unicorn prospect. Um, But for the jokes, I mean, I just – I'm going to keep making the jokes as long as people are upset about it. So – don't expect us to stop anytime soon. Yeah, I, I it's funny because I'm already seeing what is kind of the, the typical diehard fan MO, right? What I mean by that is he's our guy, right? Like that's our dude, and people are gonna defend him to the end, and he can do no wrong. Right. So rather than when maybe he does do some things wrong, which he's gonna, he's a rookie. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not I don't think any of us are expecting him to be flawless, but the initial knee jerk reaction for most is to like, just jump to his defense. It's not his fault. It's so-and-so's fault. Right. It's, it's right. whatever. Um, I think it's okay to be critical of his play without saying, you know, trying to pass a mandate on whether he's good or bad. Right. Like, or whether he's terrible or he's the greatest thing. Uh, Cause he's a work in progress and he is. Um, but I, I, I see some people already like immediately come to his defense <laughs> when you say anything critical about it. Right. Like, I mean, my man, BCB couch is, you know, he's not the most positive guy in the world. We can, we can all say that. Uh, he's, hey, he was in a great mood on Sunday. My guy he was, was, it was great. To, I, I gotta say, man, <laughs> I, so I've known John for, I don't know, man, damn near 20 years, probably like online Yeah. just from message board days to then bleeding over into Twitter and so on and so forth. And so like, I've known him since before that dude had 37 kids and like back <laughs> when he had a life and I, he used to go to the games and whatnot. And it was just so like, he was so amped to be back this year, going to the games with his brother. Yep. And for us to start out the way we did, just, you know, obviously it was easy for him to be negative and pissed off and like, God, why am I even doing this? And I don't know if that's exactly how he felt, but I'm sure to a degree that's how he felt. Yeah. But to, to like, that was a great game for him to be at because he would have enjoyed that shit on the couch, I'm sure. But, yeah. you know, it was just good to see BCB couch get, uh, just have the, that 
that smile on his face and to be fired up like he was. So shout out to him. <clears throat> that one was for you couch. Uh, we, we do get to have fun times in the stadium every now and then still to this day. So, um, but in regards to that, like he put a tweet out, you know, being kind of critical of, uh, of Trevor and immediately people are like, Oh man, what the hell is this shit? You know, well, well it's, it's okay to talk about it. Like Dilla just pretty much hit the nail on the head. In my opinion, like we were all hoping that he was starting to stack some games of where he looked like a difference maker and he hasn't been terrible, right? He didn't right. turn the ball over. He didn't lose us the game. He didn't really right. win us the game on Sunday, mm-hmm. but he didn't lose us the game either. So, and then that's fine. If that's what you want. I think those of us that are being more critical in, in the moment with him, what we would like to see is just more of what he did in the second half against Miami, take control of a game. Um, make some really, really wild throws. Like that's what you want out of a guy who's a generational number one overall pick, right? Like you want that. I personally want to see him just own a complete game. Yeah, I want to see him throw, you know, throw for four touchdowns and just be doing like be active in checking out of plays. <clears throat> Evident that he knows the protections that he, he is a step ahead of the, uh, excuse me, of the defense more times than not. And I think he's working his way towards that. Everything you hear is he's super smart. Like right. he's got a really good knowledge of the defenses already. Like you, Dan Arnold came out and said it, like how impressed he was. He's never been around a rookie quarterback. He's been around a few of them that, you know, that, that, that are like him. So I just want to start seeing all of those things, the great mechanics, the, you know, being, hella smart when it comes to the playbook and what defenses are trying to do against him. I want to see it all come together. You know what I mean? I think that. And so those of us that are sitting here being kind of critical because eight touchdowns, isn't very many, bro. Like, I mean, you look at what guys were doing now, albeit Justin Herbert had a better supporting cast. Sure. But like, you look at what some of these guys were doing and, and they're, they're slinging the rock around and they're making plays. And I think that's, we're missing a little bit of that still. And so the hope is that it's coming and that it will only continue to get better. Um, but the, going forward, I, I don't care if it's one game, boys. I don't care if it's one game where he just goes and completely balls out. I just want to see it, right? Like where he doesn't miss that guy who's running wide open. He puts a pinpoint fucking pass on him. Boom, we're in, right? Pretty and, then clear. We, and we start gashing him with James Robinson because we got a two-touchdown lead. Going. And all of a sudden – he's just slinging that that you know he's long hair long dick just slinging it all around i really don't think that that complete game is coming without james robinson that's what that's what i was about to say yeah well you know (laughs) big carlos Hyde fan over here um (laughs) no and i i think though too it's important that like we're not shitting on trevor lawrence there are plays where the team isn't helping him out he threw a dot to luke fickle luke farrell whatever the fuck that time will Will farrell yeah, so we, we this guy literally runs a route. Falls Colin, over. Colin Farrell. Dude falls over. Trevor Stilter has a dot between two defenders, and he drops it. So, like, if he catches that on the highlight reel, it's like, oh, shit, that's a crazy play. So, like, There's one on, like, a first drive to Agnew, too. Yeah, most definitely. And then, you know, there are other plays where, like, the Agnew wheel route that he missed. If he yeah, hits he that, they yeah. probably score a touchdown. But even if they don't score a touchdown, they put the game on ice. So, like – it's on both ends. He's making these crazy throws and being let down by his team, but he's also missing throws 
which is that's just the reality. I'm not like no one's talking in totality that he's bad or he sucks. Those are jokes. Um, not but, every tweet is your pin tweet. Yeah, I don't pin any tweets because literally they're all like it's like flushing shit down the toilet. Like once I tweet it, who cares? Like you know what I mean? It's out into the abyss. Yeah, it just I'm just here to laugh. Um, but no, I mean I, I'm 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 still excited. I'm glad he's our guy. A lot of people you're seeing are saying, "Well, look look at Mac Jones's numbers." Well, you know if I wanted Chad Pennington, like we could have got him in the second or third round too. So yeah, no, I, I'm I'm still fired up about Trevor. I'm hundred percent. You know. W- Every time I hear about the fact that none of it is too big for him, that he is already a step ahead of what anybody thought he'd be on the, you know, on the mental side of the game, because yeah. the dude's got the, he's got all the physical tools. So eventually like the great ones are the ones who know what every defense is trying to do against them just about every snap. Right. So if he can get anywhere near that level on the mental side of the game, He's got all the requisite tools. You know he's played in big games. None of it's ever going to be too big for him. Um, I love his leadership too, man. I thought I, you know, there was a small bit of me after CJ Beathard threw those couple of dimes, um, you know, <laughs> that I was like, hey, maybe leave him in for a series. Let Trevor just rest for a minute. Um, but you just see, you could tell that he was straight up like, no, I'm going back in. And I think I turned to you guys and I was like, yo, I don't know how he's going to play the rest of the game, but like that's that's huge right there because everybody. Think he would tell, I think he would tell that. Urban to shut the hell up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he'd be like, "Sit down, old man." Yeah. <laughs> Let me grind on you. I'm blonde too. No, that's, um, that's my ball, bitch. <laughs> um, but just just seeing that, like he's like, "No, this is my team." Like this is I. As long as I'm walking, I'm going back out there, and so I think that's that's promising to a degree as well. I, I I think everybody on that field, whether or not they can catch to save their lives or get any separation, talking to you, Lavisca, um, like I think everybody there knows that this is his team. And in the past, I don't think you could convince half the team that Blake Bortles was a real, actual NFL quarterback. So, right, um, yeah. Anyway. So that's our Trevor talk. I don't know why Dilla hates him, but we're Solly and I don't. We're on the record. Big, big Trevor fan still. Yeah. Shout out White Jesus. Jesus. Shout, out, shout out White Jesus. Yeah. We'll do. Wait a minute. W J J J J. What would Jesus yeah. G? I don't know. What would Jesus, what would Jesus do? Jew? What, <laughs> what would White Jesus do? Yeah, we were gonna make W W J D. We were actually gonna make a shirt and and wristbands that said that. Really. Yes, awesome. but That's I, sacrilegious as fuck. Let's do it. I don't. Yeah, I mean, it, me, <laughs> I don't care. I'd wear the shit out of that, and I'd sell it no problem. But he, I know he's a, a pretty religious guy, so I, I, you know, I don't know if we'll ever um, completely take it that far. I mean, we may do a shirt. Don't get me wrong. Dude, uh, the wristbands <laughs> are money. WW like what would white WWWJD? <laughs> What would white Jesus do? Are you kidding? Sounds me? like a website. That's the first. That's the first. Or like Tim made a sh- like Tim made a mock-up of a shirt, and immediately I was like, "Oh, well, that's WWWJD. Like that's a f- <laughs> that's 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 wristbands, bro. That's rubber that's wristbands all day." Dude. Is yeah. that is that the new name of Dillard's church? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> The Church of Dilla now has a name. Church w- of Dilla w- has w- a name. JD. Um, 
I don't know what else to talk about from that game. Josh Allen being being better than the other Josh Allen. I mean, he fucking balled. I'm not gonna lie; like he was he sick. He's been playing very good, pretty well the last few games. Um, getting pressures, so you know he got he was able to get home. Obviously, uh, this time around, and and it's so funny. I was I think I was listening to the next day. I got in the truck, and it was like around midday, and of course that horrible horrific terrible show on 1010 is on midday and with you know the douchebag matt hayes and leon love you leon but uh my favorite guy chose c hacker like what a freaking lineup what are they trying to do with that but anyway hacker starts talking he's like well you know i i uh you know what a great play by josh allen but i you know i'll still i uh, I, I'll be on the record here. I'm still going to be on the record. He's, I don't want him dropping into coverage. And, I, and I'm just like, every time I hear some stupid people say this stuff, I'm like, guys, you can't sit here for the last five years. Like I have begging for a three, four defense. And then when you have a three, four rush linebacker edge player dropping five six times a game into coverage <laughs> you can't sit there and say i'd have and that's exactly what said. i'd have him i'd still have him rushing the qb every time <laughs> he's on the field and i'm like well then you're not like then you just don't understand what the fuck's going on buddy like <laughs> I, I don't even know how to help you how are you on the radio everyone is dumber for having to listen to you every day and like every time you open your mouth you just prove it but anyway um no i thought joe cullen shout out to joe cullen he, I know the Ravens defense has, has had Josh Allen's number in the past. Um, and just listening to Baselli and Lagerman and those guys, it sounds like he also took a little bit of what um, Miami did to Josh Allen the week before. And they just, you know, I mean, he put together a good game plan, dialed up the right things at the right time. And obviously the guys went out and executed though. But Rudy, uh, yeah. Rudy, Rudy, bro. Rudy, he's bro. sick, bro. He he's all over the place. He is all over the place. Even and when he wasn't a part of the play, what he was doing was crazy. Yeah, yeah, that dude. He's nice. I don't know how we got him. And when he made a couple plays, there were Eagles fans who said, "I don't understand why we let him go. Like he was good when he played for us." So. I think he's kind of just a, a weird fit. Like, I don't know if he's a guy you're going to throw back out there at like free safety necessarily. That's why this like kind of roving nickel dime position. So like, he, I call him. He's like a thick nickel. Yeah. He's a thickle. Yeah. He's a thickle. I love it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we had the auto. And thickle the my pickle. We had the auto and the Leo. Now we got a thickle. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's fun. It, it, and you love to to see a guy like that have have some success. Hopefully, hopefully he can come out and continue to get more reps and 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 look the way he did on Sunday. Yeah, sixty percent <laughs> oh. of the defensive snaps against Seattle and like ninety nine or something like that against. Yeah, crazy. Yep. Yeah, he he was almost every single play was on the field for the defense. He had to get helped off the field, dude. That's how yeah, like, hard he was going. He had to get he like walked cramping. off the field. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He was cramping big time. <laughs> um, yeah. That was awesome. Seeing him. 
Josh Allen. Smoot is just such a solid ass player, dude. Yeah, what's up with that? He is just such a but the thing is, it's like he's the guy I want to bring in as my rotational guy. Like, I don't know, I don't know that Josh Allen is good enough to have somebody who isn't more explosive on the other side regularly right like you know you see what i'm saying like no i i do but when when the explosive option is caleb on chase on then like honestly i'm cool with smoot playing more. yeah i'm I'm, like in this present like with this roster a thousand percent i I get you but you mean like moving forward but in a perfect world yeah yeah, yeah, he'd be the guy you bring in to spell somebody or you know he would just be a really heavy part of the rotation if you had another option for some speed and explosiveness coming off the edge because he's just a really really good football player he, um, yeah, he is i don't know if you saw um john shipley friend of the pod um with sports illustrated he cut up a couple of the pass rushes and i know demetrius did too um and smoot kind of is getting in his bag a little bit he's learning a couple new moves and i know he tested really well out of college he doesn't move as well as he tests um but there was a play where he he got a really nasty bend, and I haven't really seen him do that. He's won mostly with power before in the past. So, mm-hmm. like, to see him win with a, you know, speed burst move, even though it wasn't really that fast, but he got to the quarterback, you know, in decent time, that's kind of cool to see too. And I think Urban brought it up in his press conference. Between Tosh, Lupoy, and Joe Cullen, Joe Cullen's specialty is a defensive line coach, you know what I mean? So it's nice to see that the players are maybe – developing a little bit um adam gotsis he was a pretty solid player i thought before like in the past i feel like he's been one of our better players um tavin brian having two sacks in a game whether it be accident or not that's crazy man and he had two sacks but he was in the backfield a lot more than two sacks so so i heard something i don't know if it was baselli or who it was but i just i chuckled when i heard it they said um, somebody asked on one of the programs, like, you know, what happened with Taven Bryant? And do you think the light bulb may have came on or something? And like, so they just kind of chose, they said, you know, slow your roll, slow your roll. Here's what happened in the game. And they said, essentially, they said, I'm not positive. Like, I don't know this for sure, but it looked like Joe Cullen just told Taven Bryant, Taven, go out on the field and bull rush the shit out of him because that's what he did on every one of the plays where he made it like he he wasn't thinking he wasn't doing anything because he is he's 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 quick twitch and he's strong as hell like you yeah. got, there was a quote i don't know if it was josh allen or who it was it was like rush the shit out of him and, and, hey, and the most ironic part about that is earlier in the week i had heard from someone that was talking to one of the defensive linemen that if they can get Tavin Bryan to go one direction, he's ridiculous. When he tries to go left and right to beat people, forget about it. When he wins with his jump. Now this is a player on the team who said this when he wins off the line and he goes forward, he's going to win plenty. So he needs to just continue to do what he's good at. And it's funny. You guys said that I, I still have yet to go watch the game on TV. Um, But it's funny that you guys are saying that, it's, it's like they told him just to go bull rush and go. Yeah. Because look what happens. Yeah. That's, that's wild. That, that's, I mean, I remember thing. watching him at Florida and it seemed the same way. Like when, when it, when it was just simple, just get up field yeah. and, and use your strength. 
and your athleticism, um, you know, that, that uh, when he made impact plays, there was a couple of games his last year there at Florida where he just kind of took over. Um, and, and he has that kind of raw ability. I don't know. I mean, I'm not expecting it going forward, but it, it, right, I just right. got, I got a great chuckle out of like, they just over, like completely overly simplified <laughs> it and just said, just go bull rush the shit out of them. Cause that's exactly what he did on it. Now he, I guess in fairness too, he was going up against like a second or a third string dude. Yeah. So that's important to, but you still got to beat him. And in the past, well, yeah. he hasn't beaten people like that. So I say he's like our ninth or 10th defensive lineman also. So like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of funny, like thinking about first round defensive line picks. Would you say that that game from Taven Bryan is better than anything Caleb on Chason's ever done? In terms of one game performances, has I know he was, had was, he had a game towards the end of last year against Calvin the Titans twice. He has he yeah. has two career sacks. One they're both against the Titans this year and last year. Yeah, but I mean. It shows was, something interesting. Shows you how terrible that we are at drafting, but yeah, it doesn't give me uh I I'm and I know we got plenty of time to talk draft, but I'm interested to see where we end up pick wise and hopefully we trade it. How, dude, depending on where you end up, if he's there, I could really be talked into the dude from Georgia. The, the Jordan Davis, man. yeah, Jordan Davis. I could yeah. like that dude is a monster, but anyway, they're um, not going tackle. Shout out to Walker Little. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, they're yeah. not gonna go tackle. Jawan's not gonna leave yet. And I don't, I don't know that Cam's gonna leave, to be and honest. I don't either, which yeah. is another reason why I don't think they go tackle because between yeah. the two of them, there's no reason to spend a top 12 pick, yeah, on wood, on, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, interesting stuff. I don't know. Um, we got to find some more playmakers. I do know that. Yeah, um, not a good. You draft, like it, it's a terrible thing to like even sit there and try to imagine. But could you imagine if we didn't luck into figuring out that Jamal Agnew was like a halfway competent offensive player? I mean, if you think about it, dude, our best two players on offense, Sands, the running back who we already had, is a guy we traded for a tight end, and Jamal Agnew who is a cornerback turn receiver slash special team specialist return man. If we yeah. didn't have those guys, we would not be able to move the football. At all. Yeah, yeah. Trevor, Trevor's receivers are literally like a, a pretty good tight end, um, a wide receiver too. He's got a running back and a cornerback. That's, his, that's who's <laughs> catching the ball from. <laughs> like, honestly, like I said that, you know, I jokingly said – that it wasn't really that good of a pickup, but John Brown's a nice addition at this point in the year. He's a, he's an NFL receiver. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I don't think he can run anymore. I feel like that's his knock. Like he just doesn't, I mean, yeah. he can still run obviously because he was extremely fast at one point, but I'm still curious why the Ty- Tyron Johnson kid can't get on the field. Like They said, they sense. talked about it on the show on one of the shows this week. I was listening. Um, apparently he's just, the, my words, not theirs. Um, but he's just dumb as a box of rocks. Bro, but like, how can you be so dumb that for like nine weeks you can't pick up a playbook? Bro, I, I can play I Madden. Got, for, I can play Madden for two days, and I know every single play in it. And he I got on the game. field against Seattle. They said, and he for, had like a brain fart and missed a block on a screen or something. Yeah, and I remember that yeah, thing. and so 
that's probably why we didn't see him at all this last game. So it's just, I don't know, but you know, it did kind of beg the question. And they, they, they said, they said something similarly on the, on the show um, that I was listening to essentially like, well, how hard is it to just throw them out there and let them run, you know, three, the field. Go. Yeah, just it's, tell them run as fast as you can Brian, go. run a fly, just run a fly as fast as you can. Right. Like just, just go. Um, same with Tavon Austin. I mean, he seems to, you know, a couple of, you know, he ran that terrible route in Seattle, but a, a couple of times he's, he's getting open. The guy who I, I have no clue why he's even out there or why he's on the roster taking a spot is, uh, Treadwell. Um, oh, Treadwell, I, I thought you were going to say Chenault. Well, yeah, we're, we're, we're entering that territory with him too. I, I honestly would like to see more going forward providing James Robinson is is how they I want to see him catch eight passes a game out of the backfield yeah just I mean Treadwell Treadwell is only playing because they line him up as a tight end and he blocks I know they threw it to him on that one play but he was literally the only receiver out on the route like it just I mean you said it was a bad play call during the game and I said well he's a dummy and Trevor Lawrence threw a bad ball but you're right I, I, I saw that play again that was bad yeah, well, anytime you're running around where you're bootlegging your quarterback out, the only the only guy going in his direction is freaking Laquan Treadwell. Yeah, the only guy on the route. Everyone else is blocking. Nine guys blocking quarterback and Laquan Treadwell. In the year 2021, yeah, I'm pretty. I don't know a lot, but I'm pretty confident. I don't love that play. Hey, man, I'm just saying that's two first round picks. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, you've been frozen on my screen, but I still hear you. Same. That's good. That's good. That's good that you still hear me. Um, yeah, I don't know. All in all, it's nice to have some good things to talk about. I think I think if you would have told any of us that um, we were going to have a, a defensive effort like that uh, three, four weeks ago, we would have said, no way. Um, I, I hope, for one, that it's a little bit – I think we're still deficient of some of talent on that side of the ball, but I hope that maybe it is a little bit of them starting to gel, right? It's a brand new scheme. It's yeah. a bunch of new players. So, uh, you know, I, not a bunch, but you know, a good amount of new players. So I hope maybe there, there is an element of that and confidence is, is a real thing. So miles Jack played really well too. We didn't speak about that as a whole, the defense. I mean, every time they they, we, or they dumped the ball off, whether it be a screen or just, you know, taking what was given. We, we tackled really well. Mm-hmm. The only play that I think I can think of that we didn't tackle well was they threw like a quick screen to Stefan Diggs. And I feel like Rudy Ford was in good position, but Stefan Diggs is a really good receiver and he made a play and they got like 11 yards. So if they tackle well moving forward, that's, that's a positive in general. They're going to have to, you know, I mean, it, because they're, they're, I think they're going to play so much because they're not a hundred percent confident in the ability to get a consistent rush. Right. And then they're also not a hundred percent confident in their ability to cover on the outside. So mm-hmm. I think they're going to continue to play a lot of too high. I liked and, it. It was, it was nice. nice yeah. Well, change. especially against the guy, like that's what teams are doing against these Josh Allen's um, the Patrick Mahomes of the world. They're like, look, you're, gonna have like Tom what made has always made Tom Brady great was that when if you want to come out you want to play same thing with Peyton Manning you want to play us too high you want to drop Dewey Wingard 47 yards down the field like 
okay, we will take everything underneath and we will just chunk and chunk and chunk, little chunk, big chunk, little chunk, little chunk. And they'll do it over and over again. Just take what you're giving us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's harder, I think, for the younger gunslinger types to be as patient. And, and you know, I, I thought that coupled with the fact that they just were bringing some really, really good blitzes. Dude, and, those blitzes were sick. <laughs> they were coming from everywhere. And they were mixing coverages. It wasn't always just like a simple uh, cover two, right? Cover mm-hmm. two zone all across. They it, they might have shown cover two zone, but then, uh, you know, went cover two man underneath um, with, you know, a creative blitz, or, you know, kind of zone blitzing underneath as well or what? Like, it was just, it, I went back and watched it. And yeah, I mean, it... it it kind of begged the question, like, where the hell's that shit been all year? But maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah. it was, again, maybe it was a, uh, it was the combination of being really confident in a game plan and also executing it really well. And we just haven't seen either of those, maybe. I don't know. Um, I guess we'll see this week. So turning yeah. the page to the, the Indianapolis clots. Dolts. Yeah, as, or as, as Urban would call them, the Indiana Colts. Yeah. Um, Shout out to the Iceman. <laughs> the baltimore the baltimore colts have have a really good team we're uh we're gonna go up there and uh um yeah i it's be an interesting game this week before, we, by before, we get, before we get to that game though um i want to ask you guys a question i like questions uh what does florida blue pratt guys fair and farah sidecar v pizza san marco preservation society city of jacksonville have in common they're all in relation with new era marketing (laughs) yes indeed dillard you are correct uh those are all new era read those again man those are heavy hitters yeah Yeah. florida blue um pratt guys farrah and farrah sidecar v san marco preservation society yeah man City of Jacksonville, or is, I don't know if this is City of Jacksonville or Visit Jacksonville, but they got let me see. Andrew oh, Willis. Visit Visit Andrew Jacksonville Willis. would probably be even bigger because that's that's those are big those are huge marketing campaigns. That's that's big time stuff. Yeah, shout out to uh, to our friends over at New Era Marketing. I, there was a couple I knew I knew who I knew a few of those names that they uh, they represented and that they did work with and for, but I, I wasn't aware of of all of those. That's that's uh, yeah, they got a nice little repertoire. Check out the uh, website. It's new era, N U E R a marketing.com. That's where I picked those up. Yeah. Yeah. That's if you want to develop a brand or, or, or a website, um, social media, something like any of those brands that I just named, these are your guys and they're all local. Yeah. I mean, it's funny you say that all those brands, like even V pizza, like they're heavy on social media as well. Um, Good, really good digital presence for for all of those brands that's that's crazy shout out to those guys appreciate the uh the support um so yeah the colts are favored by 10 points how do we feel about that money jags money line easy (laughs) sorry just do whatever you did last week like like take uh (laughs) i i did i did bet on the bills big time lost a few bucks there you deserve I t- that. I took the Colts and pick them, so the Jags have a shot. I've yet to pick the Jaguars right this year. So yeah, I don't know. Pick them I, to I, win I, like I, every I, week I, almost. Here's 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 my take on the game. 
I think, you know, we've been playing the run really well, knock on wood, all season for the most part. Um, And Jonathan Taylor, like he's, he's a legit running back. I think he's going to get some big chunk plays in the game. If they can limit what he does overall, it's going to come down to what Carson Wentz you get because he is very capable of throwing us the ball a couple of times. Yeah. Even though we don't, we haven't gotten many turnovers this season. He is very capable of throwing us the ball a couple of times. So I, I, I'm not necessarily confident that our pass rush will have the same type of impact as they did last game. Yeah. Because they've got a good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's a little better overall, especially since, uh, the bills were missing a few guys. So I don't know. Interesting game. One that we all feel a lot better about than we did two weeks ago. Yeah. We Taylor will have less than a hundred yards and Carson Wentz will throw two picks and the Jags will win by 12. Wow. That's heavy. I, think, I, I don't know if we're winning, but 10 is a lot of points. I feel like when I saw 10, I was like, when I saw 10, I was like, really? Yeah. That's like the bills were 14. Yeah. 14 and a half. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought 10 was a lot for the Colts. Yeah. Interesting. All very interesting, interesting things, developments. I did have one other thought before we go. Um, not to, not to rag on our guy, Pervy Irby, too much because it was a W. But it did bug me a little bit this week that Irby Irby. <laughs> that we didn't. And I, I understand why a team like us wouldn't put in a claim for obj let me just say that and i don't even know like i feel pretty confident that he still has plenty left in the tank um so he's a player that i would say yeah i would bring him on board if you asked me with all of that said where i like the line of thought or argument where people lost me was like well why would he want to come here Blah, 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 blah. To a degree, what is Urban for? (laughs) Like, why is he here? Because he's not the guy who I say, wow, that was a great game plan that Urban and the boys put together on defense to stop the Bills. He's not really the guy who I'm going to credit with Trevor Lawrence's development one way or the other. He's not really the guy who I'm going to say, wow, like what a wizard, like awesome, awesome offensive game plan. So, I mean, is he the guy who got us this new football facility? Like, what is he? Like, is he just, he's basically a CEO. So if he is, then like, if he's the guy who was brought in to change the culture and, and build a winning culture, like, I don't know, man. I mean, to me, I look at the guy right now and his only, his only positive attribute is, is recruiting. And like, you're telling me that he couldn't recruit, like, or he didn't even want to take a, a stab at calling up OBJ and saying, Hey, you said you want to somewhere warm with a, a good quarterback, you know, and, and, and plenty of like, I know you don't want to come here, but I'm going to, you, you know, I'm going to take my 10 minutes on the phone with your agent to pitch you on why like and so do i know that they didn't do that no no i don't but from this yeah i know that they didn't okay so from (laughs) so there you go you know that they didn't 
So that's the part that, and I'm not losing, don't get me wrong. I'm not losing any freaking sleep over it. Like, but at the same time, it was just that little bit, that little fact there sort of just gave me pause and and did give me a little bit of frustration uh, during the week, just because big name supposed to be talking a big game, making big changes. Like, you're not even going to try. Maybe he feels like he can't recruit because he doesn't have the facilities. It's not like college. <laughs> he it first. He's like Dan Mullen. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, uh, I, that that I, made I, you laugh so so hard. Your video's back. What's up, dude? Oh, wow. That's crazy. You did come back. <laughs> Was I frozen that whole time? Yeah, yeah, you've been frozen for a long time. Oh, man, that's no good. That's, that's but, um, a meme is coming. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um. I forgot what I was gonna say. Bummer. Urban Meyer. Yeah. OBJ doesn't do anything. Oh yeah. Um. We obviously, like I, I said, they got cold feet on it. They were interested earlier in the well last week, I guess, before the weekend. But they also, um, obviously, people saw that Josh Reynolds had gotten cut from Tennessee. We, we didn't put a claim in on him, even though he went to number one. The Lions, the Jaguars didn't put a claim in on him. So I don't know if. They feel good about John Brown to where they're John like, oh, Brown's good better now, than but, but, yeah, but John Brown's been out there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was just surprised that they didn't put a claim in on him either. But what do I know? Nothing. I don't know either, bro. I um to so the frustrating part for me going forward is this with the wide receivers. Okay, OBJ, yeah, was never coming here. I understand. Right. Got it. 10-4. Um Josh Reynolds. Intrigues me. A little bit younger. Guy who's kind of seen as being high potential to a degree. That intrigues me. I just don't get the plan at wide receiver. And maybe it's to go all in in the draft next year and free agency. But when I really look at it, I'm sitting here saying, eh, I guess, you know, to be fair, they didn't know DJ Chark's leg was going to fall off. Um but also, if DJ Chark's leg didn't fall off, would he be doing anything right now? I don't know. I mean, I, that's I, what I'm I, saying. Like, maybe, yeah. maybe he would be, but like, I don't. Nothing points to him definitely doing it. I like to think the fact that I'd like to think that he would be better than Chenault right For now. For sure. I you mean, know? he would definitely be better. But I'm just saying, like, I I don't know if we're necessarily missing an impact player at the same time. Fair, but it, it could he potentially be a long term piece? Yeah, we'll see. Maybe the injury is the best thing for us moving forward. Right, right. And I get contract. that. I get that. Um, Marvin Jones, not a long-term piece that you're yeah. going to build around with your franchise quarterback. Yeah, Marvin Jones is like kind of solid, but you can tell he's a has-been. Yeah, for sure. Chenault, I think, is a guy they really had plans for becoming a, a big piece of the offense going forward. And I, I just don't know how you bank on that at all so far from what we've seen so you're sitting here and you're saying okay after that it's marvin jones and like the merry men like just yeah. a bunch of has-beens washed up dudes you let colin johnson go you let keelan cole get away on free agency when you actually for the first time ever have a quarterback who maybe could throw in the ball shout out um, to keelan cole for coming back and watching the jags game from the from the suite i don't know if you saw that but no did he was yeah. he in town 
Yeah, and he was hanging out with one, uh, with DJ Chark. They were in the same suite together. I was going to say he was one of the injured receivers, but it was Chark. They were hanging out. Oh, he was goodness. literally, like, hanging out watching the Jaguars and celebrating. That <laughs> warms my heart. Maybe he, he had a, he's on a one-year deal. Maybe he'll be back. But, like, that one made me scratch my head. Yeah, what made me scratch my head is, like, you had some some maybe – low floor but still kind of moderately high ceiling guys and a colin johnson that are younger i mean colin johnson keelan cole even jalen camp who they liked like and and you kind of let all those guys get away and you end up with a bunch of retreads instead and that's just for a year where you're not really gonna compete i rather would have seen what some of these younger guys could be or become Mm -hmm with my rookie young quarterback my franchise young quarterback and so that that from a roster building standpoint I mean, and, and maybe they think all those guys suck and they're not worth anything but um from a roster building standpoint i that's the part that has me sitting here really scratching my head because after this year i don't think you can bank on chanel shark is a question mark because of injury and contract status you're mm-hmm. basically left with marvin jones and Jamal Agnew. Jamal Agnew. Like, so there's a lot of work to be done, and there's plenty of time to talk about all that. But um, I don't know. It, it just kind of came to the forefront with some of these wide receivers, Deshaun Jackson being among them as well, that, that were released. And it's like sort of what's the plan here, man? But, yeah. You know what the plan is, though? I don't either. It's to beat the Colts. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, maybe he knows. Maybe he does. It's to beat the Colts. That's the plan. I think I think it's gonna happen. Me too. By twelve points after Carson Wentz throws. Just don't. If you think it's gonna happen, sorry. Just don't bet on it. Okay. Do us all a favor. I'm betting on the Colts. Yeah, bet on the Colts. <laughs> Dilla picked the Colts in his pick'em. Um, I don't know what I need to do on my end, but somebody just let me. Maybe honestly, tweet. everyone, what you need to do, you need to think really hard. Think really hard about what you did last Saturday. From the time you woke up to the time you got dressed. And if you repeat that, we'll be Saturday three or six. Sunday. Sunday. Same okay. difference. Well, no, I mean, that's, the, that's, that's not the same difference. Those are two it's completely not. different. I'm, I'm glad that I was corrected because it doesn't matter what you did on Saturday. It's all about what you did on Sunday. So I was thinking, well, I was just thinking, I'm like, well, last Saturday night, I actually ended up at Monkey's Uncle. I had an excellent play to wings. So if I need to go back and do, I was just trying to clarify, Dilla, I, whether I needed to go back to Monkeys this Saturday night and have some wings again. Can Cap I'll meet you there or, if you can go? Cap use you as his excuse to go back to Monkeys Uncle this Saturday. Yeah. Have some more wings. Only if I can join. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. It sounds like we all are going to have to watch the indie game from Section One Twenty Four when it's a road game. That's going to be weird. What's that? All right. We have to do the exact same thing that we did. Uh, yeah, I, that's why I said yeah, we're both sitting here staring. Got to get all those Bills fans in the stadium too. That's tough. Sally's on a different plane than me and Dilla. It just is what it is. Hey, that's why I said from the bed to get dressed. I kept it at your house. Okay, that's it. it. Well, anything else, Sally? Nothing else, Cap. I think we're good. Love you, JB. Love you, JB. I as well. Love you, JB. Let's go, JJs. Let's go. A loose driver from Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, that's why. Okay. Why do people think they're going to win today? Because we got Trevor Lawrence and we got a great defense. Yeah.